Hi there. What you're about to hear is a free preview of a podcast from our £5 and up tier on Patreon. If you want to hear the whole thing, then please go to patreon.com forward slash watching friends and sign up for the £5 and up tier. And once you do that, you'll gain access to bonus episodes like this. Add free versions of our show and so much more. So sign up now at patreon.com forward slash watching friends. But uh, Joey is in LA. And so is Gina, his sister, who runs over all excited and then tells a random passerby that Joey's famous and he was in Taste of Our Lives. Yeah, again, this is the, the humour. It, it really doesn't work for me, uh, a lot of this stuff. It, 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 it just doesn't feel strong enough. Like, I'd rather she just didn't say anything. Just, no, just, I, just, just ran over and just like, hey, it's nice to see you. Like, didn't need to introduce like a random passerby that she shouts at. No, I like that. I think it, it's very Tribbiani in a sense. I guess, um, yeah. And we get into the, when you see all of Joey's families, especially kind of like the Italian American kind of vibe and vibrant and excited, I totally get that. I bought that. To me, immediately cemented the kind of sibling relationship there. I was like, yeah, they're definitely siblings because look, she's all excited and happy to see him. And then it got a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think uh, you should go into why it gets a bit weird. So Gina looks a little different. And then Gina realized this because Joey hasn't seen her new breasts. Wait a second, wait a second. You look different. Oh, I forgot. You haven't seen him. Huh? <laughs> what do you think? They're new. I went up three cup sizes. The doctor was reluctant. <laughs> Come on, touch him. Uh, uh, let's get my bag. I'll fill you up in the car, I promise. <laughs> so, so there's two points to this. One, it's very creepy. Like your sister wanting you to touch her fake boobs. Yep. At the same time... You know, I've I've heard all the stories from women with fake boobs. They tend to want you to touch their breasts. Like, it's something new to them, I guess. Yeah. Like, anyone I've ever known who's known someone with fake boobs has always gone, yeah, they want you to, to feel them. Yeah, touch them, they're great. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I get context is key, so it's not like a sexual thing, your brother, fill me up. No. But it's still weird and appropriate. Yes. I, I, I imagine it's to the majority of people. It's not just a British thing. No, because like, surely if let's say, so Joey'd be working out, wouldn't be like, "Hey, Gina, feel my muscles. I feel my abs." Like, yeah, no, it's, just it's a bit odd, isn't it? Um, I do like how we immediately get a reference to plastic surgery. We're in LA; things are different here. Um, I don't know if that was some actual social commentary that was deliberate, but you know, I, I yeah, I didn't, I didn't think about that. I just thought they wanted to get boobs in there early to basically be like, "Hey, you're watching Joey. It's not good yet, but there's boobs." I mean, weirdly, it's the most dressed I've seen this actress because she's in Sopranos right. and she spends a lot of time in underwear in that show. Um, and I was just like, you're more dressed now than you were in Sopranos. So it didn't seem like a big deal to me. Because I, I think this was a, a complaint of a lot of the critics was like, OK, you've got Joey and then you've got like Bimbo Lady. Yeah. And it's like, uh, why have you brought that in straight away? Like Friends never kind of really did that. And, and it's very much of that, that early 2000s kind of, oh, look how edgy we can be, what we can do on TV now. I mean, I kind of feel, oh, I'm trying to place the actress's name now, like Andre Mateo or something, mm. I can't pronounce it. Um, but she is kind of typecast in the sense that she's basically the LA version of her Sopranos character. She right. plays the kind of New Jersey fake tan, Jersey Shore wife of a mobster or partner of a mobster um, in that. And she's very much, she's a lot sassier and 
She's just a better character in Sopranos, to be fair. But she's very similar in type. Like, if you were going to say, of like, course. Jersey Shore woman, she, this is what you'd expect. Yeah. And now she just happens to be Jersey Shore in LA. Um, so it's a, to- it's a role she knows well. Yeah, I, I think it just comes off a bit strong in this early part of this season, I guess. Of, of like, what, what are the... I guess what the producer's trying to portray here, why do they want you to watch? Yeah. And I think that's an issue with this episode overall, is set up it's so much set up and exposition and trying to get everything in place and i feel like it probably would have been better if they'd slowed their role a bit and filtered it through several episodes yeah because you win because because you know i think monica and ross are a bit odd and touchy-feely at times you do but but that's fine that 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 can be classed as like a, a brotherly sisterly love sort of thing this is very strong like if you said that gina was you know some girl he used to know it it, it would work differently in that way yep. and it's his sister who we haven't really seen like this sort of way before, no. who's now going to be a main character. Yeah, it should have been introduced over time of like how close they actually are. It's 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 odd because Joey doesn't seem seem that way of his family. Like he's very much a a family person, but I couldn't imagine him, especially with having so many sisters, acting like that. No, he'd be like, put them away. What are you doing? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. Well, we've seen him with with uh, his other sisters, like how he treats them. I've just been like, no, like you need to to be. Here you know better yeah like very protective and you yes. know, respect yourself type thing so him being excited about boobs i don't really see no yeah but gina asks story why he's there and explains he was offered two shows uh one about a group of male nurses uh but he's really been a brain surgeon so he doesn't think his fans would take him seriously as a nurse which is odd because er was out by this point yep and you'd think, all right well yeah why not like it could be the new er couldn't it we had scrubs as well yeah. like well, you say attractive healthcare workers, your brain goes ER. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's, like it's I guess it, I guess there's potentially connotation of a nurse is oh that's that's for women, right? Which maybe Joey thought about. I don't know if the rest of the world has that stigma, or whether it's just a British thing. It potentially. Yeah, because in Britain it's definitely well, the old school. Well, no, no, no. no I think they do definitely in America because in there is a Friends episode where where Chandler's like talking to to the male nurses. It's like, oh, just a nurse, huh? Like you know, not a doctor. So, I, so, so I think it does a little bit. Uh, well, I really like those Gina response to, well, they thought he was a brave surgeon, so they're pretty understanding. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that, that's a good, good line. Yeah. <laughs> to me, this is more appropriate sibling stuff. Forget the boobs. Like, just teasing and banter is, is very much a, a sibling thing to me. I like it. it. It definitely shows a familiarity that you wouldn't have if they, you know, they're restrained. You can see yes. why he's gone to LA and he's happy to see his sister and how close they still are, even if they've not lived in the same state. Because, yeah, we, we do see Gina sort of briefly in, in Friends. Not really as a proper character, I guess. No, we see a version of Gina. But, yeah, all, all the characters kind of change. So, like, Gina in this is, is a different actress. Yep. Um, no idea why they didn't use the same one. Uh, I guess maybe just because the role's bigger part. Well, she's busy, yeah. I guess. Like, I suppose you would try and recap, you know, keep the same actor if you could, but if they're busy doing other stuff. I mean, if you're working in a somewhat successful show and someone says hi do you want to appear in a potentially disastrous friend spin-off yeah. you play but like no nah, i'm not leaving my current job no no exactly so it's it's interesting like how they they kind of grow the character because we don't really know gina that well really because it is it's it's literally just seeing her in uh the one with joey's sisters where there's all of them yeah and there's, there's a lot of joey's sisters chandler doesn't know which one he kissed no i wouldn't either so yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, just don't mess with your friends. It's just not worth it. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, to be fair, we find out pretty much all we need to know about Gina in this episode, which again is another why I think this episode's too heavy on exposition, where it just dumps it all over the place. Yeah, because we, we, you know, you've got to get your characters in there kind of quickly so you understand who they are. And Friends did that really well, but there's, there's a lot of fluff, I guess, around this. Yeah. Uh, in terms of in terms of but yeah we we understand like yeah they're they're quite close as siblings which you don't kind of get from friends like joey mentions his sisters a lot but you never really see the interactions i guess yeah other than their protect protective finger when it comes to chandler yeah. they're basically we know they're there and one of when his other sister becomes well, we see well. dina yeah, yeah. Um, dina and gina i mean <laughs> it, i guess it makes it spelling easier yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, it doesn't matter about the nurses' show. Uh, so the other show's a cop show, and Joey's the star, and it's for cable, so it's got a mix of nudity and swearing, which Joey finds intriguing. Surely he's got to be aware, though, like his previous cable show where he um, was like with the robot. Mac and cheese. Yeah, it didn't go so well. So who's to say this one will, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you know, if you offered a role that's. One's you're the star of the show and one's an ensemble cast. Maybe you'd think, you know what, I'll go for the star of the show. Yeah. Because if, if it's successful, it's all bonus to you. Whereas you could be that member of the ensemble cast that gets left behind. Because I, I do want to know about the money situation with Joey. Because at this point, it's been in days of our, our lives. We've found out on Friends, you know, he got paid £20,000 episode for the first season. So for days of our lives, he must be, pay, be paid quite well. Yeah. Turns out he's got no money at this point. Maybe I so, somehow, like. <laughs> uh, after even though he's like played like a a pretty main character on the show, yeah, well, two main characters, I guess. Um, and then he, he moves to LA, and like you'd think the, these new shows like must be paying pretty well, especially if he's going to be the star of the cop show. You think, oh, you know, you get a nice retainer for that. You'd imagine so, yeah. I don't know, but Joey misses his bag on the conveyor belt, but it's okay. As Gina, what's well, I was going to say, flashes her boobs, which she doesn't. She, uh, she, she she uses she uses her boobs to get a random guy to collect it. And Joey admits that they do get things done, which again, it's just weird. It's like why we yeah. focus on Gina's boobs so much. Yeah, it does remind me of the early two thousands kind of things like Final Destination stuff like that, where you'd always get you know a topless woman for just a scene, just just be there. Yeah, um, just just to be able to advertise. So I guess like the the young male crowd. I suppose. I mean, at least in Final Destination, it's a, it's a horror movie, so kind of nudity is part of the trope. Yes. Um, I don't particularly expect just boobs all over the place in a sitcom. It's no. just, especially someone's sister's boobs. It's just a <laughs> yeah. bit, but okay, <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um, and then we get a little transition scene, which I've described several times in this as fast travel, um, where it's like a sped up POV view of them going from one place to another. Uh, I really like those. Yeah. I don't know why. I just like, ah, oh, it's fun. Yeah, better, better than the, the Friends stings where just like a, a, a camera that's moved slightly over the, the scenery of New York and then there's like a... Dun, 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 dun. We get a little guitar fill. Yeah. And then, I mean, yeah, especially given that sometimes I don't think they seem to make sense in Friends. Like, there'd be apartment building but then you just randomly see New York skyline and then it'd be Central Park and I'm like, oh, but I suppose you can't use the same shot every time. No, and LA is absolutely massive so... Maybe it makes a bit more sense of showing, like, okay, here's the, the distance they're traveling. Whereas New York or Manhattan, I guess, uh, is in a sense big, but also quite compact. Well, given that most of the transitions in Friends go from the apartments to Central Park, yeah. it's like, well, what would what, what, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> be a stairwell? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I really, I think they're fun. They happen all throughout the episode, no matter where Joey's going. And every time they happen, I'm like, yay, fast travel. Because. You know, that's it's one fun, plus yeah. for the show. Well yeah. done, Joey. You've got some fun fast travel. Um, but we get to Joey's apartment complex. It's very snazzy. 
Yeah, I'm going to talk about this after our clip. Oh. Um, about, about the sets, I guess. Um, it's Nazi. Joey thinks he likes LA. And Gina says, I told you, you and Chandler should have moved here years ago. I think I like LA. I thought you and Chandler should have moved out a long time ago. It's a very vibrant gay scene. <laughs> Chandler and I are not a gay couple. <laughs> hey. Hey, this is it. Your new home. Oh, my God. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, Gina, thank you for finding this. Oh, I love it. Good, because if you didn't, I was going to lie and tell you Tom Cruise used to live here. Tom Cruise lived here? So I only really included this clip for, for the gay line. Yeah. Just because it's very much of the times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, is is she like teasing her brother with that? Like, it seems a bit weird. Like, you know, Joey is definitely not gay. Like, yes, he lives with Chandler, who has a quality. Yeah, I mean, I, what's weird about the line is it's not delivered like a joke or a wind up. It's delivered like matter of fact. Yes. So I told you, you and your boyfriend Chandler should have moved here because people like the gays. It's like, okay. That's, <laughs> given that we've already seen her tease Joey and the way she delivered that line, it's not like it's an actress choice either. It's no. just. I assume it's it's just odd. It's just odd to me. Yeah, it's 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 a joke that that I guess has aged very poorly. It's deliver. I mean, if it's supposed to be Gina teasing Joey, it's poorly delivered or yeah. acted. If it's an actual thing, it doesn't make any sense because Joey isn't gay. No. Um. Yeah, strange, strange moment. But but it's our first mention of you know the other friends characters. <laughs> yeah, which I, I guess you know what, four or five minutes in, not long episode, it's quite. Nice to have a reference because yeah. he's the one thing I think spin-offs can do sometimes is rely on name dropping the previous stuff too often, yeah. and then other shows never do it and make them feel so disconnected that you're like, "What's the point in watching this?" Yeah, because I I do like the meme that I've been seeing on Facebook recently where people are like you do realize that after they go down to Central Park at the end of the final episode, that Joey is the one who goes back up to the apartment by himself, yes. and realizes no one is there at all. So heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> Just like poor Joey. And and so, you know, it's it's nice to see that, you know, Chandler is still kind of in his life. In a sense, and you you know, he should be. Like you think they would talk quite often and, and stuff, but Yeah, I I would imagine so. Like maybe weekly phone calls. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I'll call Chandler on a Sunday and then Chandler calls Joey the week after. Yeah. yeah why You'd not? hope so, right? I mean I'd probably be quite excited if I were the, the New York gang. Um to so like, oh you can go visit Joey in LA. Like yeah. it'd be quite cool. I like, would take the kids to LA. See Joey. Exactly. Be much better than, oh, we'll just drive back into the city and see Joey. Well, yeah, because I, I wanted to also talk about the sets here. They're huge. Mm. Like, think of, the, think of the Friends sets, and they're generally, you can position the camera in one spot, and you can see the whole set. Yep. Apart from bedrooms and stuff, which they don't really use unless they're, they consider those separate sets, I guess. Yep. Whereas here, you have panning cameras, and the ca- camera has to move around quite a lot, just to take away, and then there's a, especially at the start of this scene, you can, you, I can really imagine Joey's on a stage and he's at the back of the stage because he has to walk from the back, past the guy in the in the, the hot tub, down the stairs, and then into like the courtyard of the apartments, and then through the front door into the apartments, and it's all like shot basically one scene. Yeah, and you're like, wow, this is like a huge set, and it it has a different feel to it. it does and and I've maybe a cheaper feel because of that. Um, yeah, he doesn't look particularly. I won't say poorly built, but it doesn't have the 
This well, I guess the issue we've got in this episode is that there's nothing in the apartment. Joey's stuff hasn't arrived yet. There's, there is too much space going on. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe we'll comment in a few episodes time when Joey actually has some furniture. But the sets in Friends, especially the the girls' apartment, was so well dressed yeah. that it immediately felt homely and welcoming. I'm yeah. sure when they empty it out when they move, it does look hideous because yeah. there's nothing. There's no. There's no personality to it but i i think the way the the sets are designed in friends there's there's not a lot of space to move around in so everything feels quite tight yeah whereas this you're like oh joey's there over in the back wave to us joey big empty room yeah yeah, yeah sort of feel so and i'm sure we'll, we'll get into this over the, the coming episodes of, of this of talking about different sets because it is a different feel for obvious reasons yeah um but but partly it, it, I feel like the the look and feel of it does take away from why you like Friends. It becomes a, a totally different looking show. Yeah, and just feels like the character has been transplanted. Yeah, yeah, it does. I guess. I mean, hopefully, once the set's dressed a bit more, it yeah. might feel a bit better. But yeah, I, I definitely agree from the the first episode. Um, I mean, I like how Joey, how excited Joey is, because that apartment's gigantic compared to a New York City apartment. Yeah. Um, if anything, I'd like to see Joey be more excited about how big his apartment was. Yep. Um, but what are you going to do? Um, but turns out from, I don't know what you'd call it, the courtyard? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say courtyard, courtyard, yeah. Uh, you can see some of the Hollywood sign. The, no H. The, the, the Ollywood sign. The Ollywood sign, which for some reason that made me think of Dick Van Dyke's accent from Mary Poppins. Right. Like the way, like, because... It's the, in my head, you pronounce it the Hollywood sign, and I'm like, Hollywood? And it just made me think of Dick Van Dyke. And for the rest of the episode, every time the sign was mentioned, I just, just imagined Dick Van Dyke. Don't know why. Just, just did. I mean, Joey can't believe he's actually in LA, to be fair. Um, it's cool. I like how excited Joey is. I really enjoy Joey being positive. Yeah, because LA is a, is a totally different place to New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, just Just... In terms of just, just the weather, the, the way you feel there, just because the the brightness of the sun, the warmth, and you know, just even the buildings and stuff, and it's very spacious. Yeah. Like New York, you can walk around New York. L.A., no, you need a car for everything. Mm. You cannot walk around L.A. Um, I suppose L.A. is more scattered, isn't it? You've got, you know... It's absolutely huge. One yeah. studio lot might be over there, and then one's a couple of miles this way, whereas New York, one subway train, you, you get everywhere. Well, I, especially on, like, Manhattan Island, like... From north to south, it's all pretty similar looking. Yeah. LA, you know, you, you travel a few miles one way, you're at the beach. A few miles another way, you're in the Beverly Hills. Another way, you're, you know, in the, the rough parts. Like, it, it it can really change very quickly. But, yeah, you can't walk anywhere in there. You the car. But fair. Um, Joey says it doesn't feel real, but you know, and Gina hugs him. And Joey says neither do those <laughs> as her, her boobs press against him. Uh, the Sibley banter's back. It's still boob focused. Yep. It, it's so weird. Yeah, don't don't make this the focus of her character. She can be better than that, right? Yeah. Um, it, I mean, again, I think there's... It's almost like in this episode so far, there have been two jokes where one would have done. So we have well, we the... Three jokes, I guess, at this point. Well, with the, with the taxi, it's like, Joey forgets the address. So, okay, Joey, dumb human number one. Immediately followed by, he's in the wrong state. Get rid of the first one. Second one, I think, would have worked better because you're not overloading the script. And then this one is, she's got new boobs, fine. Then the boobs get things done. Now we've got they don't feel real. And I'm like, cut out the middle one. There was no need for the... No. That, it's, just, it's just odd to me. Like, we've had three jokes in like two minutes about Gina's boobs. 
And I was like, it's just odd. Well, I know Matt LeBlanc said he wished they'd taken a break after Friends and, and really thought about this show. As, as I said, like, they did that with Frasier. And I, I think you can definitely feel it with this, that it's, it's not tight enough as a script. It needed more time to, for them to think about what the characters are and who they are and, and just the jokes and the storylines. But in their rush, because it's, it's hard to pin the time point down because they're like, oh, you know, they, they figured out Joey at the end of Friends. And you're like, hang on. So they had, you know, what, five months? Mm. That seems way too short to come up with a new TV show. So yeah. I'm assuming they, they signed off on this, you know, before the, the end of Friends. I don't know, so, yeah. And, and we're figuring stuff out. But yeah, they, they probably should have taken a year or two out to, to figure out, make it tighter. I mean, to me, the, the, the basic premise is there. Like, all his friends move out of, you know, Maine, Manhattan, New York. Yeah. Joe, the actor, moves to LA to chase his dream, even though I guess you would say that Joey's probably a bit too old to... The cliche of moving to Hollywood, Joey's definitely too old to do, but yes. why not? He goes for it. Fair enough. That premise alone does not stand for 24 episodes of a season. No. It, it's, like, it's a very weak premise in the sense of how are we getting an entire 20-minute episode out of... or 25-minute episode out of... Man moves to LA. Oh, you almost think he, he should have moved in with his dad. And okay, yes, it's copying the Frasier template a bit, but mm. they're, they're, I feel like there could have been a lot more in there than than with his sister and her son. I guess. I mean, I guess I would have if I was doing it. I would have tried to have not so much copy the Friends formula, but I would have tried to establish a bigger cast quite quickly, where yes. maybe Joey signs up to something kind of some kind of like intern program at a studio not realizing what it is and then joey's the old man who's suddenly working with these like 19 year olds that are desperate to break into acting yeah he, he's thrust into a different world because at the moment his world is the same yeah so yeah put put him in a situation that, that changes his character and he had you have to learn with him whereas at the moment he's he's gone to la and nothing's changed really for him like yeah joey's day is the same it's just sunny now yeah uh, but then Gina's phone rings and she says that she's the hairdresser to the stars. Uh, Joey questions why she says that and she says it sounds better than being hairdresser to mostly Dominicans. <laughs> which is weird. Why would you bring up ethnicity? Is this just the way of being like we're definitely in LA now because look at the, the local ethnicities. Yeah. It's just I don't... Yeah, I, I think it's hard for us to understand not living in LA I guess or even where they're, they're, they are in LA. I just, it's just a weird joke to me. Yeah. Like if we... we like. I don't know if it dates it, but we wouldn't write a show now where a character moved to Birmingham and make a comment on the cultures in the area. We wouldn't be like, oh, Mark, Mark, you're the, you're the football designer to mostly insert nationality. It just... Well, I, I, I guess people might mention curries, but that's what Birmingham's known for. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it is a little bit weird. Like, I don't think of LA and Dominicans at all. Like, I don't know how that relates. So, assume, so maybe it's a joke that doesn't work across the pond, or maybe, yeah, you're, you're right, it's just hobbly dated. Yeah, weird, don't get it. Uh, turns out it's Michael on the phone. Who's Michael? Uh, it's Gina's 20-year-old son. More surprises. So, so this is where, where I guess, you know, a lot of people get confused. So they're like, hang on, Dina was in the episode at like, you know, what, 18 or so, around that age, Yeah. Uh, Joey's sister, and was like, you know, she thought she was pregnant with her boyfriend. And like, but that timeline doesn't make sense. Is this that like, sister? Oh, wait, yeah, no, you know, no, that that was Dina. This is Gina. That's the other Tribbiani yeah. girl that got pregnant as a teenager. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Michael's all grown up. He's uh, 20. Uh, Joey can't believe it. And he got him some wings on the plane, which I don't know what they are. Are they like a 
key ring or a badge? Like you know, like pilots, they have um, like a lapel badge, and it's it's basically like that, really. There. Uh, well, Jerry has them, and he <laughs> he passes them to Michael, and Michael's like, "Oh, these are great," and accepts them. Turns out Jerry wasn't giving them to Michael; he was just showing them to Michael. Yeah, I don't get this joke. It kind of doesn't need to be there. I quite like that. I was like, Michael may have grown up, but Joey hasn't. Like, <laughs> yeah. Joey's still like, oh, I want the cool thing. <laughs> no, I, I think I'd be the same as Joey. Like, I got this cool thing, I want it. And he didn't say you could have them. Yeah. <laughs> like, give them back now. Um, but I liked that. It, that felt very Joey to me. Um, probably the most Joey moment so far, where Joey's excited about something and just kind of, it's a bit immature, but in an adorable way about yeah. it. He's not being a brat. He's just, oh, I liked those. Uh, so I, I quite like that. Um, and then we get a huge, huge, huge another exhibition dump we find out who Michael is and what he's doing. And it's just, ugh, as I don't know if, as if anyone else found it or you found it, but while watching it, I was just like, oh my God, can we not, could you not have spent a few episodes with this? It just feels like they were basically like, we don't want to have to do this, any of this work later on. So we're just going to chuck it all at you. And this episode is called The Pilot. It hasn't got an episode name. Well, I, I guess the, the point, the problem is, is that you know Joey so well because you've known him for 10 years. And then you've got these other characters and they kind of want to bring them up to speed as quickly as possible. And really, they should have let them grow over time. Yeah, it, it just, dialogue-wise, it just seems forced. Like, the whole episode structure is just very, very clumsy to me. Where it's like, hello, Joey would know. But he was surely, given how close you're told the Tribbiani family is in Friends, the idea that Joey doesn't know what his nephew's up to at all is no. weird to me. Well, at the time, this was released uh, it was actually leaked online and which is why the, the critical reception was like much larger than normal because they they created a pilot sort of when friends ended released it to uh, a select few people just to get feedback and then it, it went you know wide oh okay fair. um there was a different actress that play playing one of the characters in this in the pilot and then this actual episode doesn't really actually change much from that that kind of like teaser version because normally pilots when they they release them uh they change Massively sometimes. Yeah. So the pilot gets released, they get feedback on it and go, right, we're going to change this, this, and this. Sometimes it's an actor gets dropped. Uh, sometimes it's huge rewrite changes and you're like, oh, only like one scene survived. And then other times it's where it's like, no, they didn't change anything. No. I mean, pilot season to me sounds like a really exciting time as like an actor. Um, we, we don't have that in the UK. Like in America, they go, here's the new season of pilots. And if you're watching it's successful, great, you'll get more. But over here, we only get the stuff that gets made. Yeah. It, well, I guess over here, to get your show made, there has to be enough quality there to begin with to mm. make it starting worth it. Mm. Whereas obviously in America, they produce so many TV shows, it's just chuck it all at a wall and see what sticks. Yeah, because we only care about money, not creating something interesting. Yeah, which... Which, I, I mean, I think an actor could be fun. Imagine, like, you know, you're an actor. What am I doing this week? This week, Ryan, you're in a cop show. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Next week, Ryan, you're in a sci-fi show. Next week, you're in some weird family drama show. And it'd be cool. Ah, oh, I did, like, eight things this month. This is fantastic. Well, I, I do like the way that in, in Joey, they do show, I guess, the perils of that, of, like, you don't know if you're going to have a job next week. If you want to hear the whole thing, then please go to patreon.com forward slash watching friends. And sign up for the £5 and up tier. And once you do that, you'll gain access to bonus episodes like this. Add free versions of our show and so much more. So sign up now at patreon.com forward slash watching friends.